1: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Today, there's another great show where we welcome back Figs O'Sullivan for the third time. And for the first time, his wife, Teal. And they are both emotionally focused psychotherapists for couples who work to foster more secure emotional attachments for those they reach in every day within themselves. And today we talk about their podcast, Come Here to Me podcast, where... Every other week, Figs and Teal share a portion of their personal couples therapy session with their therapists and share their expertise from the perspective of relationship experts and their feelings around this process. And it's really great to hear them talk about what it's like to, to do this and to share personal experiences. And it's always good And reassuring to know that like even the experts, even two therapists need to go to therapy and they have their ups and downs and they share those with us and the tools to help get through. So if you guys have heard past episodes with Figs, we love having him on. He's a great guy and it was great to have Teal, his wife on, who is also amazing. So as always, thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate you guys listening to the show, telling your friends and family and leaving us those reviews. Hope you're having a great day. Enjoy today's show. Hey, Figs and Teal, thank you for coming on the show today.
2: Thank you so much for having us, Chase.
1: Yes,
3: thank you, Chase.
1: Figs, this is your third time on and Teal's first time, so excited to be talking to both of you together. And today we're going to be talking about your relatively new podcast, and that is Come Here to Me, where you talk about your therapy sessions and have kind of like the way I see it. I have not listened, but I did go on the website and read and and watch some of the videos but it's like a post-session breakdown. So really excited to dive into that. And let's start with what made you guys decide to do a podcast like this and maybe describe the podcast.
3: Yeah, th- again, thank you, Jason. I really appreciate you know your your podcast. We, you know, is one of the leaders in this, you know, relationship guidance and space. So just the very fact that you'd even have us on and talk about our new offering is, hugely exciting for us um yeah i'll start yeah that's right so firstly you know teal and i are you know we're husband and wife and we run a therapy practice together right we're like both couples therapists we train all of our staff had to be good couples therapists um or we fired up no (laughs) um or we trained them even harder um and of course, we and we have two kids, and we're like married, and we try not to kill each other, right? Yes. Uh, because we we do so many things together. So, so one of the main reasons, to be honest, we did uh, we decided to do the podcast is with you know the pandemic and working nonstop and the kids being at home. Like we really felt our relationship was suffering, and. We just wanted to find a creative way to work on our relationship. You know, we were spending time with each other, and and of course, I'm a little bit of a. Um, I can't. Sometimes it's a good part of me. Other times it gets me in trouble. I'm a little bit of a. We um, I mean, we try not to use the expression "kill two birds with one stone." What is it we say in the, the podcast? Like,
2: like take take two coconuts. Down from the tree with one yeah.
3: baby coming. I'm trying around. not to hurt the first, <laughs> but but yeah. So I thought, like, shit, like, shit, Forgive my cursing, but why don't we do something that would be actually really helpful for our clients and audience as well as just help ourselves? So so that was come here to me. The podcast kind of was born out of you know, but we need we really needed some some way to attend to our relationship. That we
2: just weren't like. I think we had had the idea, like, let's do, let's just talk, let's process, right. or let's do a podcast where we just are talking about, like, process, like doing couples therapy with ourselves. Yes. Yeah. And we were not able to get it on the books. Like, just it was something that was, someone was, you know, sick or needed to, you know, have homeschooling or we needed to exercise. It just like it fell off. So I felt like, you know,
3: Made us do it, yeah. It like made having us do a, it. Like, hiring
2: someone right to hold the space.
3: Exactly, having it on the schedule that we had this meeting with a third party. It kept us accountable. But but let me just just give me tell you a little bit about the structure of the show, right? So so there are two different types of episodes in the Come Here to Me podcast, and the first is we're actually meeting with our figs and teal, the couple, just as regular human beings. Not we're not the couple's therapist. We meet with a couple's therapist and we talk about the epi- what what happened in the session on the front end of the podcast episode. Then we actually share a segment, ah, uh, unedited of the actual couple's therapy session, and then we talk about what we learned, what we took away, and what we think would be useful for you know the listeners or viewers. Because we also put them on U- the episodes on YouTube. Um, what what would be a good takeaway? So that's one type of episode. And as you can imagine, it's like, you know, it's quite exposing. You know, we're not, we really work hard when we're in the actual therapy sessions not to be, you know, trying to make ourselves look pretty. Like, I have been known to pluck my eyebrows.
2: (laughs) I don't. I look grizzled. And I'm just owning it.
3: Uh. You look great. But, but, um, so so there's those episodes. And then the other episodes we do is where we're... we're because we both basically live and breathe couples therapy, we all, we're often talking to each other about like, oh, I wish people got this thing or will you hear what I was working on with a couple this week? And we have these great conversations about particular aspects of how to help people have a better relationship.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So we end up doing episodes where we share those, like, you know, copy talk conversations that we have. We Although we usually hand. have
2: them in the hot tub. <laughs> now we <we're> do. Exactly. <laughs> we're so anyway, so, yeah, so
3: there are the two type of episodes and yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's such a service and it's important to be reminded that we all need help with our relationships and our personal individual relationships with ourselves and with our partners that two quote unquote, experts, therapists going to therapy, and then you guys sharing that. And I'm reading this book to my daughter, Stella, who's six. And I just last night read, there's this page and it's a really cute book. And the horse says to this boy, "Is like, you know what the greatest illusion in life is? And the boy says, what? And it, and it's that is that everything needs to be perfect. And I think we look up to, to experts or you look up to a podcast host or a relationship podcast host and you're like, yep, they got it all figured out. And it's like, no, <laughs> this takes work and there's stress and all kinds of things. And so getting help is so important. And so you guys sharing that transparently is really valuable. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the specifics. So could you give an example of of a show and something you're processing in, in a therapy session and We can talk about that and then what you learned from that particular session.
2: Yes. Um, And by the way, I I love the example where you're just sort of invoking an image of you and your daughter and this idea of perfection for experts. And it just feels, you know, validating um, as well. So thanks the things that we talk about. It feels like a really memorable session that we had with our therapist that we were feeling a little stuck around with sex and intimacy. Um, So an example was just sort of saying like, Hey, we're kind of, we were both kind of nervous to talk about it just in general with our therapist and um, you know, really vulnerable and just big pieces of our, both of our histories and shyness and embarrassment, kind of like we feel like we should be over here, but we're actually over here. So you know, it was just the process of having a safe space to talk about it and, um, moving through, um, you know, how it touched the attachment dance that we have together and feelings around, am I really important to you? Am I really safe here? Are you enough for me? Um, or am I enough for you? And just, the, the profound way that just talking about something like sex and intimacy, which is something that so many of us have, you know, longing around and shame around talking about. Um, that felt like a really powerful episode to me. Yeah. What, what do you think?
3: No, that was a hugely powerful episode. Um, you know, and that's, uh, look, the, 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 the reason we, you know, the main reason we thought this would be valuable to share is like Chase, just to agree with you again, is that a lot of what I think makes us successful as couples therapists is that we, from the very outset with couples, we're trying to let them know that perfection is the enemy of the good. And in some ways, we help people have a better relationship by limiting or managing their expectations of what a better relationship actually looks like. And so we're, we're using ourselves as examples of, hey, listen, we have reactive parts, we get angry, we shut down, we minimize, we problem solve when we should just be present. Like like we do all the same stuff our clients do, but there isn't... I think one of the problems couples get into is just they think that they should be much better than they actually are
2: yeah
3: whereas coming to accept who you are your partner is and who we are together is actually where the greatest connection and love mm-hmm. and healing can happen so this is what we really wanted to see could we actually have the um, the courage to not teach it but show it right that we are really look i'm unbelievably difficult person to be with let's be clear I have every (laughs) reactive trick in my repertoire and you're just a little bit difficult well thank you (laughs) but but so yeah so we wanted to demonstrate it I think that was teal. like that that was a great episode like just to see that look we have the same I mean you know there's a wide variety of feelings and stories people can be living inside around sexual intimacy but we have ours and they're vulnerable and it's hard to talk about. And, and, and so that was really powerful that we did the episode on um, sexy times. That's just what
2: I call it. <laughs> I can't help that. Can't. It sounds reverent when you talk about it. Reverent sometimes. or
3: irreverent, I know, or Reverent, I guess. I, like, just,
2: I just interpret it as you I like will. It. I like it.
3: I like it. So one of the other episodes that I just thought was really powerful is there was a there was an episode it was an episode relatively early on in the podcast, but I think we've released about ten episodes so far. So I'm really bad at remembering which one. There was an episode around the fourth episode, I believe, where you got in touch with a lot of your pain around around, you know, for just want a better word, like feeling abandoned and you know, yeah, like yeah, I can bring it all back up now, you know. And I just remember there was just a way in which it re- I really got in touch with just how much I love you and want to be there for you. And like, but that's the most important thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot of times when you're feeling those things, right, and it comes up between us, I can feel you're disappointed got in me. i daggers in my right? I'm
2: not like in a puddle. And In yeah. this case, you're right. Like I, I remember that and I remember how you moved towards me and I was like in such a place chase of just feeling like I am broken. I am unlovable, you know? So just, just these experiences that, you know, you might have in a good couples therapy experience of just getting to be It was so healing for me. Yeah,
3: we were able to transition from we got stuck, you were in the depth of you, no one's there for me, you won't be there for me, I was able to like I was defensive and withdrawn and then was able to transition the feeling, you know, soft towards you and then actually be there for you by showing you just how much I love and care and want to be there for the part of you that feels abandoned and you were able to let me in so I was able to be actually enough in that moment. And, And look, like these are it's like a cinematic moment, right? Where you can go. We could go in the space of a therapy session from disconnection and it seemed hopeless, and everything is terrible, mm. to feeling more connected to each other than we ever could have without visiting those painful places. So, so look for us. The, the, these sessions, these like you know, these uh, episodes have been you know episodes. Our therapy sessions have been really transformational
2: they have and um and thanks for reminding me of that it's like it brings up all these kind of you know powerful warm feelings for me i do i do think it did its work in that moment and now it's like we're on to new problems it's great (laughs) (laughs) there's always new problems. but also just for you chase you know and, and any potential listeners that yeah these these episodes are not just totally heavy and like the doldrums and and of course i mean there's a beautiful arc of challenge and 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 beauty and hopefully coming out on the other side most of the time but there's also it's an kind of funny we've yeah, got we've got at least we find ourselves funny. I we find ourselves funny and so there's there's some right. some very there's a lot of humor mixed up in these um you know just to exactly. titrate the yeah. challenge with the light right and, and look the last
3: thing i would just say is like you know most people they're looking to Fix things. There's something wrong in our relationship, and we need to fix it. And uh, like uh, that makes sense. And they're going to keep doing that. And like the 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 weird thing though about the paradoxical thing about what actually quote unquote fixes something is we don't work on trying to fix it. We try and help when we work with couples. We try and help the couple be in a present moment and try and help them find connection in a given present moment. So, it's all about what we refer to as present moment processing. Because if we can go from disconnection to connection in a present moment, then we can take that feeling of, oh, we just went from not being a team to being a team and magnify that, grow it in these other aspects of people's lives. But it doesn't make intuitive sense for people. At first, like, why would us get into a connected place in this moment help us resolve these bigger issues and it's hard not to just go look you just there's a just a leap of faith that you're just going to the proof is in the pudding let's do it and then you'll get to see how it feels better and so again we just were really excited about and i'm still excited about it. we get to demonstrate present moment processing and just how much more connected a couple, and the beauty of it, namely us, we can feel when we, when we resolve present moments with each other and not just try and fix the issue of
2: the day. Mm. Amen. Thank you.
0: Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Money is one of the biggest stressors in relationships. While worrying about it doesn't help a ton, Earning actually does. Our sponsor, Earning, is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per day pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Listen to The Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on our website.
1: Can you talk a little more specifically about that? Because I was going to ask how couples can get the most out of therapy, right? And that's kind of what you're saying is the type of processing. So how do you guys approach? I know you do this post-processing in your podcast after the therapy session, how can a listener practice this present moment processing and what are some other things to do to think about getting the most out of a therapy session or listening to this podcast and then implementing tools that they hear?
3: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, here are just some of the, like, you know, please Tio, jump in, right? Some of the main things that we're always trying to help couples see inside themselves. And, and then, of course, we demonstrate we demonstrate our stuff, right? So couples get to see us do it, or, um, you know, do it badly at first, right? Because we're fighting in a session, right? Arguing with each other. Mm-hmm. Is the, the first thing we're always like, underneath any issue that a couple is talking about, there's something else going on, right? There's an emotional system that's happening between the two people. And so, you know, we're just like everyone else. We get in emotional systems and we're temporarily unconscious to it. Now, I I emphasize temporarily what would make us, let's say, we would be somewhat worthy of the expert word is our negative interactionary cycles, these negative emotional systems we get into with each other. They are temporary for us. Because we become aware, oh, look at us, we thought we were talking about sex, or we thought we were talking about money, but it turns out, what is it that's actually happening right now between us? What's happening right now is, I'm feeling not heard, and I feel not heard, I start to talk louder. The louder I talk, the more you feel like I'm disappointed in you, the more you feel like I'm disappointed in you, the more contracted you get, and the less likely you are to be able to listen to me. And, oh, geez, would you look? Here it is. We thought we were trying to resolve sex or money or, you know, dish. who's going to do the dishes? But we better resolve this current emotional system first. So the first thing is, like, be aware of it. And, of course, we give you that opportunity to see us do it and show you how we become aware of it. And then hopefully once you're aware of it, you see it's both of us.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's the two of us. This is not just a figs problem or it's not just a teal problem. It's a it's a you know a hyphenated problem. It's figs hyphen teal. Mm. It's a double-barrel name. It's never just one person. Look at what we're co-creating. And then if you can get that, that we're co-creating it, the only reason it's happening, like in the example I just made up, is because figs being heard by teal, it must be really important. My God, teal is unbelievably important to figs, and he's hurting inside, and that's why he's starting to talk louder. And why would Teal hurt and get contracted and look like she's going away when Faith starts to talk louder is because, oh my, it really hurts if it looks like I'm disappointed. Yeah. So, so they would be examples where we help people actually see us go through that problem, not to get it wrong, get stuck in a system, see it start to have empathy for each other's hurt feelings and then be able to return to the same topic we were talking about. But now, instead of being in a negative system, we're both holding very lovingly. Poor little figs doesn't feel heard. I want to hear you. Uh, And like, you know, poor little tealzy feels like I'm judging her. Ah, sweet.
2: Ah, sweet.
3: Right. So So we were able to go through that. It's not that we're perfectly there all the time. We have to go through that journey of, we try and have a conversation. It goes badly. Wait a second. Are we in a negative system? Yes, we are. I shoot. Look at me. I'm starting to talk too loud. Why? Oh, I don't feel heard. It hurts. What's the impact on you? I flip it. You're feeling like I'm disappointed in you. you hurts. No wonder you're not able
2: to listen to me.
3: And then, And then we can fill that space of understanding it with love, empathy, and compassion with each other.
2: And that's like a constant process, I think, right. sitting with a couple, like recently i've been saying like let's not do new year's resolutions process it. like people are like well what are we going to do that? like how do we get back then like how can we do this next time it's like that's like the new year's resolutions i feel like we're going to do it like this next time it's like just what's happening right now and i think the world i think all of our consciousness um is Like set up in a way for us to not be here right in this moment. So we're kind of holding people in this loving embrace, be here now, what's happening now inside of you, what's happening now between the two of you. Exactly. And that is really powerful. That just works. Breakthroughs happen. It's magnificent what can happen just being in. And,
3: And this is, I think, to your point, Chase, this is like, look if there was just some like just do these things let me give you five things and you just go do them like that's what everyone wants right because it's really quick content to consume right i can give i can give you a five things article right and i'll get more readers of it and people will just scroll down and read the top five bolded parts (laughs) top, you know the titles but it just doesn't actually work like that right because we just have to get better at exercising a muscle. There's a muscle that allows us to be with what is in a present moment. And we're going to be really challenged on doing that when what is, is I'm hurting, feeling not met by you, and you're hurting, not feeling met by me. Like it's for some period of time, it's actually going to be impossible that both people could tolerate actually meeting each other in the pain of this moment where we're both feeling not met. And what we do is we guide people. Instead of get trying to get away from that pain, which is what everybody wants to do, how do I how do I, do, how do I do better? Or how do you do better, right? How do we in, do it next time? Yeah, how do we do it next time? Instead of actually doing that, we actually bring people deeper into the disconnection and have them disarm this All of their <laughs> all of their weapons and shields and like turtle turtle like shells that they hide under. Under okay, take it easy on the underwear. Okay. Getting sorry. Excited. I know. But but so so and then actually meet each other in I'm hurting and you're hurting. And this is this weird, weird thing. That's where people can love each other the best in that place that they were desperately trying to avoid feeling if they could just go deeper into it with a, you know, a little bit of help and guidance along the way.
1: If only it was so easy as those five bullets. <laughs>
3: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. And this is the thing like, look, you know, and this always drives me crazy. You know, I, I, every now and again, I, I'm bored, right? Because I can't tolerate being with myself in the present moment. I'll go, I'll see someone ask, ask a question on Cora, a relationship advice question, right? And I'll go, ah, flip it, I'll just answer. And I look at all the answers. Let's say the question was, you know, my partner, my partner never does the dishes, F them, I deserve better. And there's 30 answers. 29 of those answers are going to be people going, yeah, your part, you do deserve better and you should tell your partner this, right? Or like, you know, there's all sorts of this advice and it's either you change your behavior, question ask, or get your partner to change your behavior. And so I then, I'm the 30th answer where I go, hey, look, I think you're actually in the system. It sounds like they're probably hurting, being a disappointment to you and you must be really hurting, not feeling considered. My heart goes out to both of you. This is so hard. I look like a crazy person, Right. The, everybody wants to consume and believe that asking someone else to change or me changing will actually make it better. Listen, the the verdict is in, the data is in. It doesn't work. Now it's good for our business because eventually, people, after trying to change other people and change themselves over and over and over again, and the relationship gets in a more shitty situation than it was before, they end up at our doorstep because it, it just it's not going to work you got to just surrender to, look, we are so important to each other that we get hurt when we're disconnected and it's heartbreaking for both of us. And then you could fall in each other's arms and be a comfort to each other. Here we are.
1: The ego wants to make it all about the partner that's not doing the dishes, right? And it's like, that's it. That's the problem. And that's all the commenters. And And that's easier to blame right and you guys said something earlier that's so important I think to remember is that in a issue in a relationship it's co-created and that there's two sides of it even if one side yeah there's one person that is misbehaving sure but how the other person responds is the co-creation I just had this image when you guys said that is like If we're by ourselves, there's no one to co-create an issue with. But then in a partnership, we're co-creating. And even if one partner is not misbehaving, to use that word, you're still co-creating. So taking responsibility for how you react to your partner's negative behavior is your role. And you don't actually have to be the person that's not doing the dishes, but how you ask your partner about not doing the dishes are you going to yell at them are you going to stonewall or are you going to try to come together like you said and and like you commented we're both hurting we both want something how can we come together and and easier said than done but I, i think that's such an important thing to someone listening that might feel helpless of like my partner's acting out they're doing this and that and they just need to change and it's like well what would you tell to that person who who just wants their partner to change how to to sit with that and and create change for themselves?
3: yeah, look, it's a great question, and some of this is it's again it's a really hard mindset and, and again it, it's probably going to be even if you get it momentarily, you'll lose it, and that's why it's a practice is so So look, other people are reactive. Other people don't show up in the world and it's going to hurt your feelings. And you're going to react in some way. You're definitely going to react. You're not going to stop reacting. You're just not. You're not going to get to a place, nor will your partner on anyone else on the planet, of perfect non-reactivity. You're not going to get to a perfect place of perfect consideration for other people. It's not going to happen. You're definitely going to get in negative cycles with people. I want to repeat this. You're definitely going to get in negative cycles with people. The work starts from there. You are definitely going to get in negative cycles with people. Your partner's going to contribute and you're going to contribute. Right Now what do we do? We have to, instead of most people, when they're trying to resolve like conflict, they look at a video, right? Let's just imagine they play back a video of the fight and they go, where did it begin? And everybody's video usually starts with the other person did something. This video started where the other person did something. And of course, you ask their partner to start the video and they started with the video starts where their partner did something first. Well, what we want to try and help those people do is forget a video. Let's do an instant snapshot. Let's resolve this snapshot, this second, this split point zero one of a second. And we're going to take a picture of it. What is it that's happening right now? And all four of these things are definitely happening. Partner number one is really hurting inside because they don't feel met in some fundamental way. Partner one is now reacting or protesting hurting inside, is what they do to survive when they're hurting. Partner two is now not being met also, and they're really hurting inside. And it actually makes sense that they would protest or defend themselves, right? In a way that's going to return, like continue to hurt partner one. And those four things just keep looping and looping and looping. Look how terrible this is for both of us. It's absolutely terrible. We're not going to go back and resolve who hurt who first, who was the biggest baddie. We're both hurting and we're both hurting each other. And we always have an opportunity to see it after it's already happening. Don't try and stop it from happening. Don't try and make sure that it'll never happen again. We want to be able to change a moment like that from this is terrible and you're bad or I'm bad to, oh my God, my heart goes out to you and me for the ways we can hurt so much when we're disconnected from each other. It's that mindset that we could end up at that is the key transformational experience. If we can get there, then we can start taking turns where one person can share, hey, when the dishes aren't washed, oh my God, I hurt so much. You have no idea how not considered I feel. If we can get to that first core transformation experience, then we could take a lot of time to be with the pain of the first partner that didn't feel considered about the dishes. We could also take a lot of time to what it's like to be the person where honestly, I just don't even think about the dishes and I'm in this much trouble. We could actually take some time to be with what's it like to be someone that is often a disappointment to their partner or spouse? That must be brutal. Right? But it, so it all it all starts with we can see this, it's both of us. And and this is the interesting thing, Chase. That you said taking responsibility. Is, a, is something that we want people to do. And this, again, is going to be paradoxical. It's going to sound weird to people. We're not looking for people to take responsibility for their actions until much further into the process. The first thing we're trying to do is get shared empathy. Responsibility for your individual part comes later.
0: Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. no complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first one skin purchase when using the code i do when you check out at oneskin.co. I've been using one skin's body lotion for about a month and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and in the back of my hands 2 places where I get a lot of sun. Plus my skin looks and feels healthier all around. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it
1: I love how you broke that down, Figs. And what would you say to someone who is trying to get to that place of, you know, who hurt who first, and then they get to that place of empathy and my heart goes out to you and to me, we're both hurt, but then their partner is still stuck on, nope, I'm hurt. And, and you did this, this, and this, what would you say to both of them in that situation? How to navigate from there?
2: I mean, I think that we're going to just stay with that hurt part. Like we, we know where we're going, right? So we're going to this place where we're going to get sort of a jointly created understanding that we're both hurting. So Biggs and I are both clear about where our destination is, but you're right. Like we're therapists, we're there to love people. And sometimes someone is just hurting and so pissed off. Like we're not going to, you know, I'm not going to, throw out like where I want them to be um, and I know that's not what you're suggesting yeah, yeah. you're saying let's be here right now I'm just gonna give them a lot of love like let's talk about it help me get it and you know I do you know we both do and and I do I'll speak for myself is like a lot of attachment work like I see you that makes sense of course you feel that way and I'm just gonna immerse it in attachment vocabulary that says, that you are mad you are banging your hand on the table right now you really want us to get this and you're helping me get it more and more because i see as i just say it back to this person i can see the sadness in their eyes and i say you really want them to get it you really want them to to know how much you want them to do the dishes too that means a lot to you you're hurting right now you're hurting right now when you hurt you start to get really mad, huh? You start to bang that hand on the table, right? And so that's doing a little bit of the work that Figs is talking about down the line, claiming this responsibility where I'm just reaching right for that heart. You are really sad and you need care and I get it. And ultimately they want their partner to get it. Their partner starts to soften when they hear, you're really sad. You really want them to be there. And the partner starts to soften when they say, yeah, I can see that. I get pretty critical. I get pretty mad. Um,
3: yeah, no, I think you're right spot on, Teal. Like the, the most important thing always is to accept and validate a person's present moment experience. So this is again, this is permeates every single thing we do, is we're not trying to change someone's present moment experience. If someone says like I'm mad, I, I say, "Hey, both of it. You're both hurting, and you both hurt each other. Mm, couldn't you love each other?" And <laughs> one person's like, "F that. And the fucker never does the dishes." Right? <laughs> then listen, I'm not going to. I'm not going to try and put them in a headlock and not force level them down. No, I'm like, "Yeah, wait a second. That makes sense. It would really freaking hurt, right? Like, I'm going to accept and validate that part of them. I, look, you." <laughs> This is where like advice, feedback, asking people to take responsibility. I have no rights to ask people to do stuff like that. I have to earn the
2: right to by being on their team, on their side, where, wait a second, if I'm
3: you, could I really, really get how much it hurts that I'm always the one that has to do the dishes? Actually, that would suck and I would be pissed. Yeah, and then someone comes along and says, oh, you're both hurting, you're both hurting (laughs) each other. I would tell them to get lost too. I'm not ready. Now, if I do that well enough, just like I did it right now, I might have earned their trust enough. It's like that I actually accepted and validated their pissed part, their angry part, right? I might have earned their trust and made contact with the part of them that, look, it actually does hurt this anger thing is just what I do when it seems like there's no way for me to get my needs met.
2: And the beautiful. So now, beautiful, again, yeah, frame okay. it
3: slightly differently.
2: And, and, and that, no, exactly. And that, it's so beautiful, right? To see someone start to, like, first of all, you know, we're mirroring what it's like to, you know, love them in their anger. It's not like, Sorry. get rid of that anger so we can see that gushy yeah. part. But it's like, we see it. I can't help, you know, we can't, I can't help seeing that. And, um, as they're able to recognize it's a beautiful and empowering moment. Because I think a lot of times people say, you know, it's up to this person and I'm not in power and this sucks for me. Right. And that I'm just like, hey, that's where I'm going to reorganize. You're sitting on a golden egg right there. That love, that sadness. And yes, that way that you shoot daggers out of your eyes. And Chase, I'm really good at claiming things like that and recognizing in other people because I'm like the queen of the daggers shooting out of my eyes.
3: Yeah, you've got good tactics your when absolutely. you're when you're pissed at me. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: you know, Jay. The other thing that, and this is where and I, it, the plug for all couples therapists that actually you know know what they're doing. Like, if they, if you, if people resonate with this model, this we do emotionally focused couples therapy. So it's not just us. We didn't invent it or create it. Um, you know, Sue Johnson created this model of therapy, and thousands of therapists all over the world they do it. They videotape the work. It's the most evidence based, researched way of doing it. When we offer someone the reflection that, hey, you're both hurting, and like, you know, you're both hurting and you both are hurting each other, I assume that reflection is going to be rejected hundreds of times so this is where I always think poor couples on their own let's say someone listens to this and they go rushing to their partner they like run down the street to meet them and go I realize what's going on we both hurt and we're both hurting and their partner goes oh my god don't you dare try and get me to take responsibility for your shit right <laughs> like and then they, they write to me and say Figs your stuff is just garbage like it's just made everything worse look I get rejected in giving people this reframe that's actually going to soothe their limbic systems and help them love each other for the rest of their life. Like over and over and over and over and over over again. By the time I finish giving people the, like reflecting what's happening where both of you make sense, it's not a you or, it's not either of you or the bad guy first time I do it, partner one says, yeah, but wait a second, because you have no idea how bad my partner
2: really is. And then you say, and look, and it's happening right now. Exactly.
3: And so here we are again in the cycle with both of you again. And then they both go, yeah, actually, that makes sense. And then partner two tells me (laughs) something about how actually they're the most innocent person on the planet. (laughs) And then I got to offer it again. So we just like, it's just on ending commitment to helping people get inside this window where they're not a threat to each other but people look including myself and tia when we're in it you just when people can't be trusted they're going everything they do and say are going to make things worse for themselves and that's what we do as therapists is we kind of help them stop blowing themselves up until they get it yeah you're actually very good at helping me not
2: blow this is what I was waiting for. This is why yeah, I you, did this uh, podcast yeah. this, this moment, Chase. Yeah, you know,
3: like I'm, and you see it in the podcast. Like I'm, I'm pretty fiery.
2: <laughs> okay, yes, you are.
3: I am pretty fiery, I'm not and check I get check myself you. in trouble, not just with you, right, but with other people. Again, Chase. One of the toughest things for me is I get in trouble walking my dog a lot. I get in (laughs) conflicts with other dog owners. (laughs) I have a problem. I've worked out the Teal and I relationship part relatively well, relatively. Still a work in progress. But I got to work out my relationship with other dog owners.
1: Well, we'll have you back on and we'll do a whole interpersonal... I I, really need
2: therapy and not to get in conflict. That's goals 2022,
1: though. Exactly. Well, guys... Thank you so much for for sharing everything you did on today's show. It's super valuable for me and for our listeners, I'm sure. And I want to listen to the podcast. I know our listeners are going to tune in. Let's wrap up by having you tell our listeners where they can find the podcast, your website. And if there's anything you want to end with or maybe something we skipped over and then we'll say goodbye.
3: Well, Chase, thank you so much for having us on today.
2: So wonderful. Thank you, Chase. Thanks for inviting us here.
3: Yeah. And look, you, uh, your audience are obviously podcast listeners, if you're, you're here listening to this. So we would love if you would check out Come Here to Me and you can find us. The website's ComeHereToMePodcast.com and you can find Come Here to Me podcast on iTunes and Spotify. And we also do release the videos. So some, you know, there's even more information to see and take in. You can actually see us, um, and they're on our YouTube channel. And I believe that if you look up "Come Here to Me" and "Figs and Teal," I don't even know the YouTube URL, but but um, it's all it's on YouTube also. And uh, I think that's it.
2: That's it for the technical parts of where you can find us, and yeah. just a message to send out to all of our listeners and to ourselves and to you Chase, is just to be gentle with yourself and each other yeah. and keep fighting the good fight
1: yeah thank you guys that's a great place to wrap up all the links to your website and your podcast will be in the show notes and at idopodcast.com and thanks so much for coming back on the show figs and great to meet you teal yay
2: thank you nice to meet you bye
0: As always, thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, And while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day Happy Couple Challenge, we really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, We would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners. If you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock, we've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day.